The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard Malkil will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, and fire. Farewell! The fate of the world is in your hands! You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willette. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience, I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hi everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode, and this one's going to be all about how you can make the most out of your week at the APP Conference 2022. Uh, in just a minute, I'm going to have my friend Kale on the show. Kale is on the board of directors of the APP. is also in charge of the mentor program. So we're going to talk about a lot of different elements that you should know uh, leading into conference that you can make your most out of the week and just have a good time. We'll be talking about um, how there's there's no on-site registration, but you want to know how to pick up your badge and get checked in. Uh, there's the, the mentor program and, and the orientation meeting. We'll be talking about all of that but also other different things you can do to get support. There's a, a great Facebook forum if you're on there. Um, if you're registered, you should be getting a lot of helpful emails from the APP about how to make your most uh, out of the week. And there's also a ton of information on the website if you haven't gotten a chance to see that yet. Also, if you've registered for the, the conference, uh, go ahead and download the Crowd Compass app. We're going to talk about that more in the episode, but you can get your itinerary and get a ton of other helpful info with the Crowd Compass app. Um, lots of changes at the, the conference this year, uh, so we're going to be talking about how to make the most out of your expo time, um, how to understand the silent auction, and you know where all the support for that goes, so uh, stay tuned for the episode, really informative. Lots of changes just for me for, for this year. Number one, I'm going to be going with Lola. It's going to be great. She's going to come over here, we'll spend a few days together at my house, uh, then we're going to fly out to Vegas together. We're going to be taking a lot of classes, and with whatever downtime I have, I'm going to try to get some interviews scheduled for you. Uh, I've got a few people in mind that I want to talk to, so hopefully I can get you some good podcast content going forward for that. Um, But a a big thing is I'm going to be a a vendor on the expo floor. Uh, Patreon has become such a a huge thing for my income and and, my career. Uh, since I'm not really out there doing those live classes anymore, Patreon subscribers are really important to me. So I want to try to get um, you know what I do out there in front of some more eyes. So I'm going to get a, a table at Expo. So if you are a, a Patreon supporter, stop by. Um, I would love it if you'd say hi to me and you can say hi to Lola. Uh, I'll have a few different pins available for sale, but I'm not really doing a lot of merch sales. It's really just kind of like come by and and, and chat with us. Um, if you are already a, a subscriber on my Patreon, if you're on that Archmage tier, stop by the booth and you can grab yourself um, a free exclusive Defend Piercing shirt that's going to be exclusive to the APP conference and exclusive to my Patreon supporters. So, uh, limited quantity. Obviously, I can't bring like giant suitcases just full of t shirts, but uh, I've got some free ones. So, if you are a Patreon subscriber and you're going to be at the APP conference, go ahead and stop by my table at the expo and grab yourself a free shirt. For uh, Patreon content, speaking of Patreon content, uh, last month, uh, April 2022, I posted a new video about how to pierce nostrils from the inside out. Seems to be really helping a lot of people, so you can go ahead and check that out now. And uh, my content for May 2022 is going to be all about rook piercings that was voted on by my Patreon supporters. And I'm going to show a few different methods, a few different techniques, um, tool-based and more tool-free, lots of different ways that you can pierce a rook. So that video will be up uh, sometime during the, the month of May 2022. So that's about it for now. We're going to go ahead and get into this conversation with Kale and just pack your brain full of lots of information to make the APP Conference 2022 uh, go good for you. So I'll be back a little bit more at the end. So stay tuned. Hello, my name is Kale Belford, and I am the owner of Oleander Piercing in Worcester, Massachusetts. I am also the outreach coordinator and the membership liaison for the APP. Are you, are you also going to be a, a vendor this year? I, yes, I am a vendor. My jewelry company is Uzu Organics. And uh, you can find us on the social medias. It's just Uzu Organics, U-Z-U. Um, pretty, pretty easy to find. I'm the, I'm the one that makes the, the little terrarium ear weights. I, most people uh, have seen I wanna, those. <laughs> I want to come back around to that in a minute because like, I think they're just really neat and fun. But 
Um, so you have the, the, uh, the unfortunate responsibility of being on the APP's board during <laughs> preparation for uh, the return to conference. This, this is going to be the first APP conference in three years. And um, I get the sense that there's like three years worth of conference prep stress to get ready for this one. So, you know, for you and all the other board members and all the administrators and all the volunteers and all the different people who have been like working tirelessly for months to, to get ready for this conference. Um, thank you. <laughs> Just to say that out loud for you <laughs> and for everybody else who's done the work, because um, I don't think anybody out there in like internet land really understands how small of a group of individuals are responsible for a huge amount of work just for people to be able to have a conference to complain about. So thank you for your work. <laughs> it's thank you. Um, you know, we, we all appreciate that. It's a, it is definitely a group effort and um, you know, it, it is this year has, has definitely been a little challenging uh, just because of COVID and everything, but um, I feel like we're getting through it and there's just a, a few weeks left before conference. And I think every year there's always conference stress right in like right, right before conference happens. And then we all get there and everything just kind of, you know, falls into place and it goes smoothly. So that's, that's what I'm really looking forward to is just you know, getting all the planning done and just getting there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, um, once people actually get to Las Vegas and they get reminded of how positive a, a situation conference is like once they actually get there and start to experience conference, like the, the good parts of it, I think a lot of the, the frustrations will fade. I, I know that COVID has been tough for a lot of different businesses, business owners, business professionals. And I think people come from a place of like, they just, they need a blow off, you know, they, they need something uh, to, to make them feel good about the, the business that they're in and whatever. And that's what conference will be for a lot of people, myself included. So I'm, yes. I'm confident. I'm really hopeful that when people get to Las Vegas and start to see their friends and interact with people and, and talk about the industry, they'll, they'll just kind of relax and they'll see the positive sides of it. And like, I wanted to make a, a little conference prep episode and I very much want to avoid any of the landmine issues that people are, are going bananas about on the internet and just remind people that like it's Las Vegas and like, you can always find something fun to do. Yes. And it is a really good time. I, I think, and I think a lot of us have really needed um, that sense of community again. The, the last two years has been really difficult on a lot <laughs> of us, especially mentally. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just hanging out and taking some classes and talking to my peers, seeing my friends that I haven't seen in, you know, three years. It's, it's going to be, uh, it's, I just can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> well, I, I want to, I want to, I want to run a couple of topics by you uh, and geared towards people where if 2022 is their first APP conference, number one, oof. But number two, um, like there are some things that you can that you can know going into the week to make it a little bit easier to get a, a good start. So um, I think a lot of people will be arriving on Sunday and that's that's a good yes. day to like get checked into your hotel and unpack and then, you know, stretch your legs a little bit, walk around the, the conference space, get an idea for where things are. But the registration process was really different. Uh, it was way more geared towards registering through the website. Uh, in years past, it's been, yeah, do it on the website if you can in advance, but you can also do it in person if you need to. But this year, that option is kind of removed because of, of COVID protocols. Yes. Um, so by the time you arrive in Vegas, you should already be registered as a, a, a conference attendee. So when it comes to like on-site, um, do you, do you already know like how people would like pick up their, their badge and stuff like that? Like there's going to be like a self check-in station, right? Uh, kind yeah, kind of, um, we will have people there to assist. Um, but it'll all kind of be similar to before where you go into the area and, you know, there's like the little, uh, registration area, 
Um, but everything is just going to be ready to go this time. So mm. basically get there, you'll pick up your packet. It's going to have um, your badge in it, uh, the certificate, you know, anything else that's pertinent to you. Um, you know, maybe like your, your information about the opening and closing party or, you know, any, any class information, stuff like that. So there might be like a ribbon in there for you if you're on a committee or a first time attendee or something like that. So um, it's, it's, it's going to be very straightforward. Yeah. With like a, a new, new, new attendee, never been to Vegas, never been to conference before. There's also the mentor program, which, you know, you've, you've put in a massive amount of work with the mentor program over the last few years. And I'm sure this year is, is no exception. So there's, um, there's orientation Monday morning. And yes. uh, for, for anyone who's a new attendee, like orientation might sound dull and you know you might want to just like jump right into conference stuff or Las Vegas stuff right away but I really can't suggest it enough like you should really try to get to orientation you're you're going to hear a lot of tips and tricks about how to make the the conference week a good week for you sometimes it can be overwhelming intimidating um so it, it really helps to go to orientation to get acclimated to like you know conference week, but then you can also get into the mentor program um, if you've already been assigned a group. And I know that I'm going back to the mentor program this year and it's it's been a pretty interesting experience. So what's what's the whole like orientation and mentor meeting like on your side of it? Yeah, uh, that's orientation is great. Uh, again, just kind of reiterating what you said, but you know, you're learning a lot of information about the conference, um, tips and tricks, other information. The cool thing about orientation too is, you know, most of the board will be there, other like super volunteers or, um, you know, people that are good to know. So, you know, if you have a question or you need something throughout the week, like you've already seen these people, you can identify them, you can go up to them and ask questions. So it's kind of good to have that like that there, you know, like, oh, hey, I know this person, they're going to answer this question for me. And then afterwards, we do the mentor program orientation. You know, I'm really hoping that there's not too many on site uh, people that need mentors this year, because uh, um, just with everything, you know, the mentors are a little loaded up, but we can make it happen. But the mentor program is great, because you're basically if you're a first time attendee or um, a new piercer to conference, you're essentially assigned to a person who's been attending conference for a long time, um, has a ton of conference experience, probably knows a lot of people. Um, they just kind of show you the ropes a little bit, um, help you with any questions that you have. A lot of people will go out for, for dinners or lunches or things like that. Um, the mentors will probably invite you. You know, we try to make it as as fun of as an, as an experience as it can possibly be. You know, it's 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 a great program. I really enjoy working on it. I when I took it over, uh, it was really difficult in the beginning, but it's really I feel like it's really grown and and shaped into being like this this just amazing program. And I would really like to expand it a bit and do like maybe something that we could do all year long um, mm -hmm. instead of just something that's at conference. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes in the future. Well, the, the big benefit to a mentor program, it's, it's not so much that you have a nanny or something, you know, it's not right. someone who's going to be there all the time, but it's just good to have a connection to someone, just like you said, yes. with the, the orientation meeting where the, the board members and the super volunteers are right, going to be there. Exactly it helps just to see someone's face so that like, if you're a first time attendee um, and like, I, you know, I remember when I was a first time attendee, if I'd have a question, I'd be like, I don't know any of these people. I don't, I don't even know who I could walk up to. I don't want to seem right. dumb or whatever. So it really just helps to have somebody's face and, and say like, this is my name. This is my face. If you have a question or if you're overwhelmed during the week, walk up and talk to me because like, yeah. that's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. And the mentor program is, is just an even more personal uh, version of that, where it's just like, you can have this buddy, you'll have their contact information. Maybe you'll have like a small group of people like with that same mentor and you have like someone to, to lean on during the week. Like, oh, hey, if I want to go somewhere good to eat, you know, what could you recommend that's within my budget? Or like, hey, right. what's the easier way to get to and from the airport? Like all those things that can make your conference week a lot more um, 
well, just to make it less easier. intimidating. Right. Yeah. And, and the great thing about the mentor and mentees too, is a lot of people do make lifelong connections. I still communicate with a ton of my mentees that I've had in the past. Some of my mentees are even mentors now. Yeah. Um, you know, one I'm of my that mentee is a word though. I know how much you hate the word mentee. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried looking up so many different ways and like mentee just makes sense. So I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> no, it makes sense. I get it. <laughs> but it, it is a really wonderful program. And, um, you know, the, you're, this person that you're paired with is someone that you can probably reach out to for years to come. So it's, um, you know, it's nice to, to have that connection and someone that you know every single year when you come back. And, you know, like I said, some of my old mentees are now mentors and I, I just, that just makes my heart pop, you know, like I just, it makes me so happy to see that they enjoyed the program so much that they now want to give back to. The APP really just puts people together with opportunities. So if you look at committee work, or if you look at the mentor program, or if you look at the scholar program, like look at the people who have had experiences with those programs over the last, let's say, five to 10 years, and then look at how all those people have grown based on the opportunities that they've gotten and based on like the, um, the access that, they, that they've gotten, you know? So you get paired up with a mentor and like maybe you can ask all those questions that you always wanted to ask about becoming uh, an APP member or, you know, like it just it, advice on different career things. It's all about access and right. it's all about opportunity. And that's really what the APP conference week is all about. Like, yeah, the classes are great. The education is, is like top, top in the world as far as like body art education goes. Um, but it's really just like access and opportunities and building relationships and friendships and professional connections. And I, I think that that's going to be such a huge thing for the next few years of the industry, because there's been this like, three-year period where people haven't had that access, haven't had those opportunities and haven't had those chances to, to grow as, as people and as professionals. And I, I think this conference is going to be huge for so many people. Yeah, I agree with that. And, um, you know, without the conference, me personally, um, I wouldn't have grown as much, uh, in my career as I have making those, those connections has been like vital for my, yeah. for my career. And, uh, you know, like you said, the classes are great and, and the conference is wonderful, but it's those interactions at the end of the day where we're all sitting around together, talking about things that we learned in the classes or just making those connections, or, you know, maybe you're looking for a place to do a guest spot or to shadow or whatever, like here we are all having these conversations, making connections, um, you know, potentially finding a new place to work or just learning some new, you know, tiny little thing. Like it's just, I don't know, the, those connections I think are the most important, most important part of the conference. And uh, it's, it's so worth it. it it's, uh, I, I would not be as far as I am without it. So I, I always yeah, appreciate the APP and the conference. Yeah. Well, uh, I think like a really big part of conference also is the expo. And I know that there have yes. been a lot of changes this year because of, you know, just COVID. There are a lot of different, there are a lot of different things that are going to be different about conference this year. And I know that people, a lot of people don't like change and a lot of people can get frustrated by it. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's how it goes. You got to make the most of, of the opportunity that you have in front of you rather than kind of like you know, yeah. fantasy booking a different opportunity. Like, yeah, I would love it too. If there were no COVID, you know, issues to have to think about, but you know, there are, so expo is going to be a little bit different. You know, I, I, people have to register for an expo time. It is what it is. You know, I've got my spots uh, uh, registered and reserved and blah, blah, blah. But I want to talk about like, once you're in expo, how you can make the most of it. And I think like uh, probably the most frequent thing, and I wouldn't really necessarily call it a mistake. I'd say it's more like excitement based, but a lot of first time attendees, a lot of first time expo attendees tend to kind of go crazy and like <laughs> blow their wad, like at the first booth or something like that. So yeah, one, no, you don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. One big you, you don't want to do that. Yeah. 
is don't start spending money until you've at least walked around and seen all the different yeah. vendors. So do, do a lap or two, you know, yeah, do um, a lap. walk Make around, notes. check out the goods, you know, like see, see what there is. Um, but if you're blowing all your money right away, um, you're going to be a little bummed out. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, this year or any year, you know, I always suggest, you know, walking around, you know, kind of figure out, you know, a game plan, you know, it's always fun to buy all the cool, you know, danglies and and things for yourself, which, you know, I love to buy things for myself too. But especially if you're like uh, on a budget or you really need to get things for your studio, you know, make sure that you're buying things that you can sell in your studio, you know, get mm-hmm. all those basics, get some, some fun navels, get, you know, some cool doth jewelry, you know, you, you don't want to just like blow it all on like, you know, maybe these extravagant things that might not even move in your studio. Um, yeah. Not saying to not to not buy those things <laughs> because, you know, we all got to make money too. But so it's good to to consider your budget, maybe even prepare ahead of time, uh, which is something I do. I kind of make a little list of like things that I would really like to have in my studio. Like this year, I really want to try to find some gold navel jewelry or, you know, things like that. So I make a little list to kind of help me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm walking around, I can like make notes and just be like, oh yes, they have what I'm kind of looking for here. Or maybe another booth might too. And then I can kind of decide which ones I want to pick up. Um, so that, that always helps me is, is making the, a little like kind of list, almost like a shopping list, just, just to make sure that I am staying on track with what I need to get for my studio before I start buying a ton of stuff for myself. <laughs> yeah. Just like you said, make a list, uh, yeah. check it twice, find out what jewelry is going to be naughty or nice for your studio. <laughs> and like, what I'll do is I'll same kind of thing for you. If you said like, you want gold navel jewelry, I might make a list, you know, maybe I would like gold navel jewelry, or maybe I'd like some, some stuff with chains, or maybe I would like this or that, and then walk around the vendor floor and then just write down all the, or, you know, use an app on your phone. You don't have to write it like a caveman, but write or down old. all the vendors <laughs> that sell jewelry in that category. Like, oh, Hey, I, I want gold navel jewelry. Maybe like uh, vendor a, B and C will be somebody, you know, to take a closer look at. Right. And that way you can spend your money effectively. And like, you can bring home things that will, sell in your studio that your clients will get excited about and you'll be able to get like a little bit of a variety. Um, you can also budget for yourself, you know, bring yourself home a, a few things for yourself, a few kind of yeah. like toys and treats. Like, you know, we need to, we need to give our, our, ourselves some, some things to be excited about too, and not just our clients. Yes. But try not to get so excited that you go broke um, during your first 10 minutes in the expo because, you know, it's probably it's, not going to make you feel as good the next day. It's really, really easy to do that too. Like, because I remember the first couple of years that I went to conference and went onto the expo floor and I was like, oh my God, like, yeah. <laughs> there's like so many things and you're so overstimulated because you're just like, oh my gosh, like I want this thing and I want this thing. And, oh, look at this shiny thing. And, you know, there's just every booth has something that you want, you know, and it's just, uh, it's really, really easy to blow all that money right away. So you, you really have to have a little Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-control. And if you don't have any self-control, like maybe bring someone with you that has self-control that can maybe like, be like, no, you know, like patience, you know, (laughs) especially if you're spending, if you're spending (laughs) someone else's money, you want to make sure that you don't get, uh, you don't get in any trouble. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it is fun to blow a ton of money on the expo floor, but yeah, if you have a budget, um, you know, just, just be careful, be mindful, um, you know, walk around, make those lists, uh, you know, just, uh, to stay on track. Don't, don't get distracted by it, by all the shinies. <laughs> so, um, you and I are both going to be vendors this year. I haven't really talked about it on the show yet, but this will be the first year that I'm going to have a, a booth at the expo. Um, Which is exciting. So, I saw yeah, that I mean, and I was just like, Ooh, Ryan. I, you know, honestly, I'm not going to be at expo very much. Like what it is, is like, I am, a. I'm a drop in the bucket uh, when it comes to like, you know, what I, what I do in the industry. Like, you know, I, I, I make some videos on Patreon, you know, by the way, if I, if I haven't mentioned it yet, patreon.com slash Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I, I just wanted to like promote the podcast and promote my videos, but there, there really wasn't 
um, a great avenue for me to do that because like the other supporters are such massive supporters that like, you know, they have more opportunities, uh, completely justifiable. But, you know, for me to kind of get what I do in front of some more eyes, I, I thought like, well, why don't I get a, a booth at Expo and, you know, doing so I'm supporting the APP, which has always been like really important to me. So um, I'll have some some bullshit at Expo, but you're going to have a uh, cooler looking bullshit at Expo. So like what's some of the stuff you're going to be bringing? Um, yeah, so I make terrarium ear weights and um, they are very popular. Uh, I actually didn't realize how popular they would become. And now um, it's almost all I exclu- exclusively sell. I used to make um, a lot of like crochet ear weights and like earrings, um, which were really popular for a long time, but I still do a little bit and I'll still have some of those for the people that really do love that stuff. But I try to really focus on just making things that look different than what everyone else has. Mm. Um, And I'm not saying that like what everyone else has is bad. I love all of the jewelry vendors and, and what they're creating, but um, me as like a, a one person show, um, you know, I really focus on making things that just, that look different. They're unique, maybe more one of a kind one-off stuff. Um, the cool thing about the terrariums is that they are all one of a kind, um, because each one is a little bit different. Um, this year I do have some new terrarium designs, which I have not released online yet. Cause I'm trying to keep up the hype, but, um, I also have some new designs too, with like pressed flowers, um, like dried flowers and stuff. So I'm really excited to kind of show those off. I'm hoping that everyone likes them. They do look very different than, than anything else I've done. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm but, sure a lot of vendors are nervous this year because I think I think demand is going to be like through the roof. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people w- with having like scheduled expo times, I think some people are probably going to be like, you know, I'll do a lap and then I'm immediately just going to buy everything that I want. So I think you as a vendor, you're going to have a really good year. I think a lot of vendors are going to have a really fantastic year. I'm sure it'll be stressful, but I'm sure it'll be um, profitable. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. The expo is always great. Um, and I know that there's it's a little bit different this year and there's concerns about that. But like me personally, especially being a vendor who's been vending at this conference for many years, um, I feel like it's not much is going to change. Um, yeah. You know, business, it's going to be business as usual. And uh, we're all we're all going to be making some money this year. So. Yeah, I think vendors are going to do really well. And like, personally, like, yeah, I, I in the years where um, you could just walk in and out of Expo, like, most of the time, I would just be doing that because I was bored and didn't have anything else to do. Like, I really only need, you know, maybe two hours of like actual Expo time in a whole week to get my, my business done. You know, the rest of it is yeah. just kind of like, walking around and looking at cool stuff. And like, you'll still have those opportunities too. there's still like some, you know, open slots for, for expo time. And like, you know, there's member specific expo time. So lots of people are going to have opportunities, but as a, as a vendor, I think it's going to be a a pretty good year. Yeah, I think so too. And we, we have some really cool vendors this year, Um, um, big ones and small ones. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to just, uh, you know, seeing everyone on the expo floor again, and also just seeing like all the new designs. And I also really love seeing how everyone sets up their booth. And, you know, I try to like use ideas that I see to, to make my booth look cool too. And I don't know, it's just, it's really fun. I've I've always been a huge fan of the expo. I'm going to have the opposite of the fanciest booth. I'm just, it's got, it's going to be so bare bones to the point where I'm probably going to be embarrassed you know like when when i look at all the other booths like by comparison but like get a plant or something yeah i i don't know do something i don't know i was thinking about lights but like i don't want to get some like expensive light thing and if i do like led rope lights i'm probably going to look like it's like a a college dorm room or something so i don't know i'll figure something out but people would be looking in your direction so they'd be like what's that college dorm room look over there like i I gotta go check it out you know uh i'm gonna be giving away a free shirt so that's sort of oh, exciting unless you have a bank account. 
Yeah, that's so exciting. <laughs> but anyway, um, other than that, so, you know, Expo, uh, we got that out of the way. Um, another big thing that's going to be different is this is something that I had to learn when I was still on the board is that um, we, we really weren't supposed to be doing raffles because like it's not exactly gambling, but when it comes to Las Vegas, their laws are so strict that it's like, well, you know, you're buying a ticket, which is sort of in a way gambling. So it was kind of changed over to this silent auction system, which I think worked really well. Um, another thing people have to look at is like the APP is a nonprofit. And if you want, if you want there to be a conference and if you want there to be online education and if you want there to be all these other things that the APP does for the industry worldwide, the APP needs money to do that. And silent auction is one of the ways it's basically like fundraising for the APP. People donate a prize and then any money generated through the silent auction for those prizes, that's what goes to the APP to fund future projects. So it's massively important. Um, with conference, you know, maybe fewer people are going to have an opportunity to go this year because of, you know, COVID or because of what other, what other, uh, you know, issues related to travel, uh, silent auction has been opened up to people who aren't just the ones in Vegas. It's going to be opened up online too, which I think can be really yes. exciting because like, I would look at myself as like, what if I couldn't make it to conference? Then that would remove that opportunity for me to, to have a chance at those like amazing prizes and, you know, exposure for jewelry brands and then fundraising for the APP. So I think the silent auction is a really important part of conference, but uh, it's going to be online now. So is there anything that you want to yeah. um, like mention to people for the silent auction? Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, by the time this airs, um, you know, the, the registration for the silent auction might be closed, but yeah, um, it is very exciting that we're doing it for non-attendees as well. Um, and you do have to prove that you are industry affiliated to actually yeah. um, participate in the silent auction if you're a non-attendee. So, right. um, you know, don't be concerned that just anyone can can participate um, if anyone has those concerns. Like we we do require proof of, of working in a studio. Um, you've probably already registered for... Uh, being able to participate in the silent auction. And uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the bidding starts June 8th and ends the 15th. So to kind of put it in like non-dated terms, I believe the silent auction opens within the week before conference and yes. then it finishes and uh, then it finishes that week. about the yeah. middle of the week about the yeah, middle of the so, week yeah it's so. like the middle ish of the week yeah so um lots of great prizes like uh and, and i don't know if you want to call them prizes i mean i guess i would call them prizes but um the different things in there like it's amazing jewelry opportunities and like you know you can get uh, what uh, equates to like massive discounts on, yes. on brands that you probably already carry in your studio. But uh, a really important thing to, to, to keep in mind with the silent auction is your money is going directly to supporting the APP and its future projects. Yeah. So you're not necessarily like, you know, if you buy or if you bid like, you know, let's say 500 bucks on a, on a prize, it's not going to um, the company that that prize is for. It's going to the APP. So it's, it's support for the APP it's very, very important. So, you know, if you registered for the silent auction, whether you want to bid um, online before conference or whether you want to bid online at conference, like your support is really important for the APP for what they can do so next important. year and the, and the year after. And we appreciate all of the support too. Um, we launched the silent auction in 2019 and it was incredibly successful. So this year it's going to be a little different because it's all online, but um, I have a feeling that it's going to be uh, successful as well. Yeah. Um, and the prizes are really cool. So, you know, um, you can check out uh, more about the silent auction through our website. You can go through um, our website to the conference event page and everything is right at the top. Like, you know, the participation and the rules and everything about the silent auction um, and on there, you'll be able to see like what the prizes are, um, what companies donated. It's uh, some pretty cool stuff. Um, an another cool. thing just before we move on is, um, you know, I think the vendors really 
or the, the, the people who donated towards the silent auction prizes, I, I think a lot of them deserve like a big thank you because mm. sometimes we forget about that because there can be all kinds of like, you know, dick wagging and like, you know, vendors are trying to look like the ultimate supporter and like, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's great for the APP because you have all these people competing to look like the most generous um, uh, supporter. But yeah. like, regardless of what level of support, um, like that is what helps to keep the APP strong is all this support through the whole industry. So you have, you know, jewelry manufacturers and you have other suppliers to the industry and it's through their incredibly generous support that the APP gets to keep going because like, again, it's a nonprofit. So like without people showing up to conference to support the APP, without vendors making donations to support the APP for silent auction or for whatever else, there is no APP. And then there is no right. APP conference. So, you know, those people do deserve some, some gratitude also. Yes. And um, 100% thank you. And I'm sure I can speak uh, for the board on this, but um, we all 100% appreciate um, all of our silent auction contributors. Um, I, I, pretty much what you said, without them, we wouldn't be able to have this auction. So yeah. um, thanks. <laughs> uh, so to like, to put down all the, uh, you know, the, the, the bullshit part of it, the, the fun parts of Vegas, um, I, I know that there's a really helpful resource online. If people are on Facebook, there's um is it the APP conference attendees forum? Is that where yes. you would normally steer people? Um, yeah, we post a lot of conference information in there. Um, there's also other things in there too. Like if you need, um, like you're looking for someone to share a room with, uh, we have like a room share thread and things like that. So, um, if you're on Facebook, uh, definitely join it. If you can't figure out how to get into it, you can message me personally um, and I can help you get into the forum. Uh, but there's a lot of great information in there. Um, also, we do try to send regular emails out to all of our attendees. So um, you've probably seen some of the emails. It just talks about conference, uh, conference information, silent auction stuff, expo stuff, whatever. So keep an eye out in your email too. Um, but you can also, also go right to our website and there's the event page, which has a ton of great information too about, you know, what's going on around the conference, uh, food, uh, entertainment, things like that too. Well, one thing I also really want to point out to people, because this is a problem that I've had to deal with lots of times, sometimes the spam filter on my email works a little too good. Yeah. So yeah. Like if you're, if you're in this home stretch of getting ready for conference, it doesn't hurt. Like maybe like once every couple of days, just take a quick browse through your like, you know, uh, other messages folder or spam folder or whatever, because there might be some important conference stuff that slips through the cracks. Um, so yeah. It's important to read up on all that stuff and realize that there, there are administrators behind the scenes, you know, people like Caitlin and all the other amazing people who are, who are working hard on conference. And like, they have so much information that they're steering your way where sometimes parts of that information can get lost because there's so much of it, but they put in so much work to, to make you as informed as possible heading into conference. So just like read the emails that you get a lot of, a yeah. lot of really useful information is going to be right there. And, um, we are going to be sending out an important email too about um, our conference application for your phone, the conference app. Yep. Um, it's a Cvent app and we highly suggest that you download it. It's super easy to use and to navigate. Um, but like, it's pretty much having all of the website conference information in your hand. So yeah. it's um, there's going to be, your schedule will also transfer over to um, the app, which is great. So you can have your schedule on there. You can actually interact with attendees on there. Um, there's there's a game. There's um, We have like a scavenger hunt at conference that takes place during conference. It's all done through the app. Um, you can win prizes. Uh, you know, you can see maps, uh, food places, like everything is on this app. So yeah. Um, It'll be launching very soon, um, obviously, because conference is very soon. So um, if you want your experience to be even better, definitely download the app. Um, and got, we uh, will be sending out the, an email about it. So uh, keep an eye on those emails. Check your spam I've got the sneak peek. I've got the sneak peek email um, being like an instructor and a vendor. The The app is called Crowd Compass. Crowd uh, Compass. By, by Cvent. So if, yes. you're, if you're an attendee, 
Um, you can download it. You can get your entire uh, itinerary. So like all the classes you registered for, your entire yeah. schedule will your be schedule right there. will be transferred right over. Um, but do There's keep in mind that if you make if you make any um, edits to your schedule on the app, uh, it doesn't actually show up on your registration. So right. keep that yeah. in mind. <laughs> well, all that all that stuff is closed and wrapped up. So at this point, yes. um, you know, you can get the app, you can have your full schedule. It'll tell you exactly like where in the conference space your class will be. Um, it'll talk yeah. about the uh, the instructors. And if there are any digital handouts, like my class, Safe yes, Practices yeah. in the Piercing Room, the digital handouts will be right there in the app. And then you can download it. You can email it to yourself. You can do all these different things. So Crowd Compass is a, a super helpful app to have uh, ready yes. for conference week. Yeah. And we've been using the app for a few years now and it's, it's great. Um, and even, uh, you know, very experienced um, conference, it's, conference goers use the app. Um, I love the app. It, it's so helpful instead of trying to like get to the website and do it like during the week or, you know, trying to find my schedule during the week through the website or through my email. Like it's just, it's all right there in the app. It's, it's awesome. And a huge thank you to everyone who works on the app too. Cause it's, it's a, it's a lot of work. I mean, a huge thank you to, to everybody. Sometimes people <laughs> kind of get lost in the sauce and they think that like, you know, this, this massive industry event just like appears out of the yeah. fog or something like that. But <laughs> Um, it's a really small group of people. And also like the crazy thing for me is almost all of the volunteers, um, with the exception of, I, I think really just Caitlin, they're all like piercers who do this stuff on the side. So, you know, if there's somebody who has tech skills or administrative skills or, you know, these different skills or whatever, it's like, that's what they do, uh, in their free time when they're not piercing or running a piercing studio or doing whatever other life things they have to do. So um, yes. it's a massive amount of work put on by a small amount of people. Yeah, I'm I'm almost working like a full time job <laughs> out of my out of my actual piercing job uh, to, to help to help with conference. So sucker, I remember <laughs> like three years ago when I tried my hardest <laughs> to run for a second term on the board at the time, it was like, Oh man, I'm, I'm crushed. I'm devastated that I didn't get reelected. And now in retrospect, it's like, thank fucking imaginary Christ that I was not reelected. Yeah. I, um, I actually, uh, got your position and, um, weren't, weren't. I love it. I love the work and the volunteering. Um, yes, it is tough. Uh, but it's, um, there's a lot of rewarding aspects of it. Um, it's not always a position that, you know, people thank you, but, um, that's not what it's always about either. It's just, you know, the progression of our organization and our mission. And that, that is, that is number one. So yeah, I love it. I do love it. Start winding this down and just to, just to finish it off, because like, it would be impossible to talk about like, all the places you could eat or all the different things you could do like outside of the conference space. So if you could give somebody like your one or two favorites for like, you know, what's, what's something you could do for free that would fall into entertainment or something nice to do to unwind. And what would you say would be like um, a good food spot for somebody, especially if they're on maybe a, a budget, like any suggestions on those fronts? Well, there's, there's a lot of places that are for every budget. The cool thing about Planet Hollywood is that there is attached to the hotel, an area called the Miracle Mile. It's, it's actually a really cool walk too. So again, something that you can do for free that might help you decompress a little is going on a walk through the Miracle Mile. There's a lot to look at. You don't have to go in any of the stores, but um, there's like a, a rain, like shower thing in there. And there's like... I don't know. There's just, a, there's a lot of stuff to do and to look at in there. Um, there's also a lot of great restaurants. My favorite restaurant in there is Nacho Daddy. It's a, it's got a funny name, but the food is amazing. And they have options for vegan to um, omnivore, you know, whatever your, your diet is, they're going to have something for you. Um, they do have the best vegan enchiladas I may have ever had in my life. Hmm. Um, so the prices there are pretty reasonable too. So if you are on a budget, you can probably find something there that would be in your price range. Um, there are a ton of like buffet places around, um, that well, are, are I, like, that's what I'm going to say for, for my suggestion. Like 
one thing that I want to put out there for people like me, I'm like a big buffet person and like buffets don't always have to be like gorge yourself until you're like ready to burst. Right. But um, there's something called the buffet of buffets. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but no. you pay like a flat. It's like, I think it's 60 bucks and it's a flat fee and you get unlimited access to seven different buffets for a 24 hour period. So if oh, you think of interesting. it- if you think of it in terms of budget, you could get it in the morning and then that way you'd be able to get breakfast, lunch and dinner, and then probably breakfast the next morning, all for like 60 bucks, which is like really, really low to be able to for eat conference like prices, yeah. buffets. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking no, for that... something on like a tight budget, like you're not going to be able to, you know, you basically break it down to like $15 for like a really good meal it doesn't really get a lot cheaper than that in Vegas. So the buffet of buffets would be like my kind of like hidden gem for eating well on a tighter budget. Yeah, that's actually, that's a, I've never heard of that. That's awesome. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of places around everywhere though, even if you don't do this buffet of buffets, um, you know, you can, you can pretty much find cheap food anywhere. And if you are a part of the mentor program or, um, you know, maybe you're just like looking for a place to eat, just ask someone. Um, mm-hmm. Most people who have been to conference multiple times are going to know where the cheap food is. Um, if you're looking for like a really fancy place, a lot of us are going to know where a really fancy good place is too. Yeah. Um, there's actually a really kind of fancy-ish place in the hotel, um, the Gordon Ramsay Burger. Yeah. Um, actually went there for the first time. Uh, I was just in Vegas last year for a, a fake piercer trip. <laughs> it wasn't really like a conference. It was just some piercers that got together, but, um, the food was amazing. And actually the, for being what it is, the prices weren't that bad either. But if you're looking for something a little different and a little nicer, definitely check out burger. It's right in the hotel. Um, but there's so well, many great places everywhere. Like the, the hotel is literally next to two other hotels. There's a hotel across the street. That's easy access. Um, and walking around, like you can, you're going to be able to find food anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, don't, don't forget that like Las Vegas is like a, a gigantic tourist spot. So like, yeah, it's massive. You can, you can walk in any direction out of the hotel and you're going to find a multitude of, of things to do, things to eat and, um, you know, get out and stretch your legs like conference week. Yeah. You want to get the most out of conference, but like, you don't have to be bottled up in that same hotel the entire time. Right. And you can be, I mean, technically you you never have to leave the hotel if you don't want to. Um, Everything you need is there. But I mean, for the first few years I went to conference, I never left the hotel. And when I finally started like exploring a bit, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. And it's more than just like gambling and drinking. Like not everyone gambles, not everyone drinks. You know, there's, there's shows, there's entertainment, there's just things to look at. There's museums. museums. Yeah. There's art. There's a, there's a a really cool area 51 museum that I went to a few years ago. Like, like there's art installations. It's Mm -hmm. just, there's so many things to do that isn't gambling and drinking and eating. (laughs) Like there's just, there's so many things. So, you know, take a look on your phone, like things to do in Vegas, like things to do near my hotel. Like there's so much. Um, and a lot of it is walking distance. You might have to maybe take a, an Uber or a taxi somewhere, but even then it's not even a far drive. Um, totally worth it to get out of the hotel at least once or twice. If you can go see the Bellagio fountains. That's one of my favorite free things to do is just watch the Bellagio fountain show. Yeah. And it's like, almost across the street from the hotel. It's, it's not a far walk. Yeah. Um, uh, going at night is really nice um, mm-hmm. because it, it's really beautiful. There's also, um, it's called the high roller. It's everyone will see it. If you're a first timer, you're going to see it too, but it looks like a huge Ferris wheel. Um, and if you've never done it, I do suggest you do it at least once and you should do it at night because it's really, really fun. Um, and you get a really amazing view of the entire city. Um, and at night it's the best because it's just, it's gorgeous. So you get to see all the lights, you can see the, um, fountain, you can see everything from there. And I went on it a couple of times, but I, no, no, no more. ands. I'm going to start wrapping it up. Okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Sorry, but yeah, no, it's, that's okay. there's That's so the many thing things about Las Vegas. Do. 
is it's there's like so many yeah. things you can do. We could, so, we could, we could do like a, a 10 hour episode about right, all the, stuff of all the shit Vegas. you can do in Vegas. Yeah. But you know, talk to people, you know, say what's fun to do, go do it. Maybe find a group of piercers to go do it with. Even if you don't know them, like, you know, attach yourself to them, go and get out of the hotel. Even if it's to eat food, right. get away from the hotel for at least one night. Right. It's worth it. Well, um, so thank you for your time because I'm sure that it's in like high demand heading into conference. And if I could just say like one piece of advice for anyone coming to conference this year, it's don't forget that this can be a very positive experience, you know? So like make the most out of your week and just try to have a good time. Yes. I back that up. (laughs) It's a, it, it is a great time and it is what you make of it too. So, you know, if you're kind of not really feeling it and hanging out in your room, you're probably not going to have that great of a time, but you know, just put yourself out there a little bit and you'll, it'll just open up all of the doors. You know, it's, it, it is really amazing experience. Even if it is a bit overwhelming, it's, it's worth it for at least once. So so uh, one more time for people, uh, who are you, uh, where are you, and where do people find you online? Um, again, my name is Kale Belford um, or DeFrancesco online. Um, I am found in Worcester, Massachusetts at Oleander Piercing, and you can find me on the social medias uh, as Kale, Miss Kale, Oleander Piercing, Uzu Organics. I'm around. So it's, it's not difficult to find me. <laughs> okay. And um, go, go get back to work. Oh, thanks. I'm so excited. All right. Well, I'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. See you soon, Ryan. And bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. All right. Thanks for talking to me, Kale. Your insight is always appreciated. Um, If you are a a first time attendee of the APP conference, the mentor program, super valuable. Again, you can check out that um, that Facebook forum, uh, APP conference attendees. Check out the APP website, safepiercing.org, and you can link right through to the conference website, get tons of information. Basically, any question you might have is really going to be all right there on the website. Um, you can also make sure you check your, your emails, make sure you check your spam folder for all the helpful info you'll get from the APP via email. And don't forget about that Crowd Compass app. Go ahead and download that and just be as prepared as you can for the conference and make sure that that week goes really smooth for you and just make sure you have a good time. That's really the most important thing. Just have a good time while you're there. Uh, for me, you know, again, I've got all that new content available for you at patreon.com slash ryanpba. I've got that video from April all about piercing a nostril from the inside out. I've got that video from May all about rook piercings. And I've got a lot more information coming. Uh, and again, if you are at the uh, the APP conference and you are a Patreon subscriber, even if you just signed up that day or while you're there at conference, stop by my booth at Expo and snag yourself one of those free Defend Piercing shirts. Limited amount, uh, first come, first serve. I'm not going to be able to reserve them for anybody, but if you're a Patreon supporter at conference, you can snag one for free. So I'd love to see you there. I am going to switch this off, go spend some quality time with Lola, and then we'll see you in Vegas. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved. 